Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Cousin Discussion with Bobby and Nina. I'm Bobby. I'm Nina. And we're back at it with another episode today. (laughs) Yeah, we're back. We had a little bit of a hiatus. Just Uh, a little bit, yeah. um, But we are here. Should we... Should we do an update on where? Well, actually, we should do an update on our email address. Yeah. So I know last episode we mentioned um, if anyone wanted to email us, to email us at cousindiscussion at gmail.com. Although (laughs) we we haven't been able to get into the email because we forgot the password. <laughs> so remember that email address? Remember that email address we mentioned last week for, for you guys to send us topic discussions and just reach out? Yeah, we got locked out of the account. Yeah. So um, it's really weird because that email address, like it just says, we can't verify that this is you. Goodbye. It doesn't try to even help you verify. And usually when you set up an email account, you have to link it to an existing one that you have just in case this happens. Yeah. But it doesn't allow to do that. It's not doing that. And then I, it made me even second guess myself. Like, did we even open up that email account? Like, did it even exist ever? Did we just make it up? <laughs> watch it's Watch it's actually like someone else's podcast and they're being like oh my god can you elaborate on your topic of relationships (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so we're gonna that's on the to-do list for us to kind of get in there and figure that out i don't know what Mm -hmm. i have to do do i have to do i have to call customer support who do you call at google i I have no idea no is there a number it's so weird it's so weird to not be able to like easily change your password if this happens. Yeah. Well, we know that it's protected, so. Yeah, no one can get in. It's so good that I can't even get into it. <laughs> but so a little update mm. on that. Yeah. So we are, we're working hard to, to get into that email. Yeah. It's on the to-do list. Mm-hmm. And... Well, I'm just going to do an update. I don't know if I am sick or yeah. it was just exhaustion or what, but I've done two COVID tests and they have been negative. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just like, I was telling Nina that it was one day I woke up and I felt like I had been snoring maybe because I was thinking back to my, um, like when I was dreaming And I'm like, I kind of remember, I feel like I was snoring in my sleep. And then that just led to like sore throat, but not like strep sore throat, but more like just kind of raspy. And then um, it's just, I've been like fine. Like once the day is going, I'm fine. But like, it just takes a while for everything to kind of lube up, you know? Um, (laughs) Your throat was like raw. Yeah. And I'm also thinking, like, is it allergies? Because everyone's having allergies, too. But maybe, yeah. Who knows? But I've been testing and I've been fine. 
but there's going to be a lot of throat clearing here. So <laughs> I'll do my best to mute my mic. But it's also early in the, well, I just woke up like not too long ago. So <laughs> yeah, I have the morning voice. Same. Yeah. We're still having our coffee right now. Yeah. So I guess you could go ahead and start with what what you've been up to and then I'll jump into where I've been. Yeah, I guess uh, we kind of on a little hiatus because I, I was in Vegas um, last week. I was it was like a short trip. I was there for like four days. Really fun. I haven't been on a like proper trip since like 2019. Like I haven't been on a plane since then. Um, same here. I mean, ev- yeah, everything's pretty much the same traveling, except, you know, having to wear the mask uh, at the airport and then throughout the plane ride. But everything else is pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. Um, it was nice to be away. It was nice to, like, just get out of, obviously, like, just get out for a bit. Yeah. And then um, I met up with some friends that I haven't seen since, like, God, maybe 2015, 2016, which was really nice to see them. And then um, I had been wanting to go to this Korean restaurant. This uh, chef named Roy Choi, he oh, he's it's his restaurant. It's called Best Friend and it's in MGM Grand. Uh-huh. Um, so good. The food was really good. Um, I went there with my mom. And we had um, Kogi Street Tacos, which is like um, Kogi, like Korean barbecue tacos with like a kimchi base. It was so good. And then um, kimchi fried rice with like, there was like an egg on top, which was really, really good. Yeah. And then I like, like when you go into... Like you see it's in the obviously like the casino, but when you see it from the outside, it's supposed to look like a like a convenience store, like a quick stop or something. Uh huh. Like there's like the slushy machines in the back and everything looks like it's a gas station kind of. Oh, OK. And then you know how like in grocery stores or whatever, they have those like long like plastic things that like dangle from the um, the ceiling so that it like like as if you were walking into like a refrigerated area uh-huh you know what i'm talking about yeah so they had those like that lead into the the restaurant and um the restaurant is like completely different than um the like entrance area and it was like really calm and nice and and um I don't know. I liked the the vibe in there and they were playing really cool like 90s hip hop. Where is he originally from? Like where did that co- style come from? Is it New York? LA. LA. Mhm. Oh yeah, I don't think they have do I feel like they don't have liquor stores in New York. Right? What I are they remember. called? There's called something. Bodega? Yeah. Yeah, or they have like actual stores. They right. don't have like the corner stores like we have I don't know I don't I don't, I don't remember. think so. I don't remember because <laughs> um, they didn't have that when I well not that this is 
the same, but like in Miami, they didn't have that kind of store either. And I remember being in Seattle and they didn't have that either. And I feel like when I was in Seattle, you couldn't buy alcohol at the grocery store. Yeah. Like the weird rules like that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it was fun. It was really nice to go. It was nice to come back um, as well. And like, it really helps to, you know, not be home, you know, for a little bit. Yeah. Those tacos, are those the kind of tacos where it's the, um, like, they're not on tortillas, they're on that, like, bun? Or is that, no, is that something else? No, they were on else? tortillas. Okay. Um, Have you seen those? I don't even know if it's Korean. It's, but it's, like, those thick white, like, buns, and then the meat's in the middle. I don't even know if it's called a taco. Like, <laughs> it looks like a taco. Called, like, Do we know what it's called? Bao? Bao. Uh, Wait. Oh, no. Is that the is that the dumpling? Yeah. Is that not what you're talking about? I'm going to look it up. Check our um, files. No, the bao is like a... Oh, wait. Yeah. I'm looking at one, but I don't know what it is. Bao buns. Anyway, I thought that's what you were eating. Oh, okay. Yum. Yeah, it was good. I would definitely go back there again and order different things. Um, and is that per- is that restaurant permanent or is it a like pop-up temporary thing? Oh, no, it's permanent. Um, he has one in Vegas and then a restaurant in L.A. And then it all originated from his um, trucks in L.A. Like he first started on just like a food truck. And he's a really cool chef. I like him a lot. Friends with Bourdain, like, he's really cool. Who is dating Chelsea Handler? Oh, Joe Coy. I thought that's where you, who you went to. I thought he had a oh. restaurant. Oh, okay. I don't know if I would go to a Joe Coy's restaurant. I was like, oh, because what's this guy's name? It's Roy Choi. Okay. I was like, oh, I didn't know he had a restaurant. <laughs> Joe Coy. Okay. Yeah. So any other Vegas recommendations? Anything new there? Or was it pretty much the same since we went for my birthday? It was pretty much the same. Um, We stayed in the Bellagio this time. Bellagio is very pretty. Um, I'm trying to think of what exactly... I don't feel like anything has really, it's, you know, it's Vegas. Like it's the same kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I went to Fremont street. I didn't go the last time that we were there. Oh, right. Um, You weren't there. mm -hmm. So that was the first time me seeing it. Um, I really like that area. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it too. And I was actually like having some luck there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's just nicer there because it's more condensed. So Mm. when you're done at one place, you just like walk to the next door and then you're at another place. As opposed to like, we have to walk miles Mm -hmm. (laughs) to like another hotel. Yeah. A lot of walking involved when you go to Vegas. Yes. Um, Man. And then I told you, Holly D was performing when I was there and I didn't know, I, oh, sh- I right. would have gone. 
That would have been fun. That would have been fun to see Polly D. Well, we can go back. I'm sure he's always yeah. there. We should definitely see him. Yeah. How have, have the DJ classes been and everything? Um. So, yeah, I've had a few DJ classes in since we last spoke. And it's been really fun. Like, I'm at the point where I bring my own music now. And um, we go over techniques that I had learned in the class prior. Um, and this last class was, I like, it was good. I had my music, I had everything. Um, but I was, I started to get kind of like performance anxiety. Like, how did that, how did, did, how did that feel? Well, it was weird because I haven't been in that kind of situation in a while where I had to, like, do something like, you know, play content or, you know, do something perfectly um, that was live. So um, it was very interesting because I was fine all the way up until, like, I was, like, 30 seconds into my first track. And then I was, like what if I don't do this right? Or what if I like, what if I forget how to do this? Yeah. And um, so like I started to like, I did everything perfectly at the end. He was like, perfect set, like no mistakes. Like you did fine. Like that was great. And I was like, okay, hands fully shaking. Oh, <laughs> like, God. oh my God. Like I just had that like, ugh, like that, Kind of yeah. like, I need to shake this off, like the energy. And um, I think he could tell, he was like, do you want like a glass of wine? <laughs> so I had the, he gave me the glass and like the, um, it was a plastic cup. He gave uh-huh. me like the plastic cup and you know, those are so light. And I was like, oh, <laughs> like kind of shaking. And I'm like, oh my God, don't spill this. But um, it was really good. Glass. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and so... Um, it, it was really good. And then now just kind of like looking back on that, I'm like, okay, you had like your first little, and that was actually part of, we went, he had said this before and he said it again. He was like, this is really the space for you to get nervous, like second guess yourself, like make mistakes. He's like, obviously we want you to be like, get it done correctly Right. But he's like, we don't want you making these mistakes or panicking or doing all that stuff at a club or at an sure. event. So, like, get it out here so you yeah. don't do it there. So he's like, this is totally normal. He's like, there's students here. He's like, a lot of them, you know, shaking, um, hovering over the, like, turntables, like, anticipating when to, like, do the techniques and transitions, like, this is normal. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. And I just was kind of getting, like, I was like, I'm allowing myself at the fact that I did that or I let that kind of like creep in. It didn't creep in all the way because I was able to like fulfill what I needed to do. But um, I'm also kind of like, this is my music, my sound, my artwork. I, this is my house. I'm not going to let that, I control this. (laughs) Like, you know, everything within this 
this realm is in my control. I picked mm-hmm. the music. It's like everything. So I was like, if I'm going to be nervous in that, I can't be nervous like in other situations. Like at its core, it's I should be the most comfortable because everything was mine. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm like, okay, you got it out of your system. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been good. And then afterwards, um, after one of my classes, I went to go see this one DJ I really like called Moon Boots. Mm-hmm. And I went there by myself because it was literally in the middle of Sunday. Mm-hmm. And um, I had a good time. Yeah, I saw the pictures that you were posting on Instagram. It looked fun. It was really fun. It was at this venue um, called Audio. And it was very, like, fun day party. You could tell some peop- a good amount of people had been out since Saturday or maybe even Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there was, like, the regular, like, normal Sunday party crowd. But no drama, no aggressive security at least not at that time you know how we always deal with the like yeah unnecessary bouncer attitude ids out when you check your bags arms up get in the line literally only you and i in the line two of us (laughs) let me yell like i'm corralling a whole crowd but it's literally the two (laughs) two like people that aren't even aggressive or no obnoxious to begin with. It's the like least aggressive people. Like standing there patiently. Right. <laughs> your IDs. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, it's so it so wasn't dumb. like that. It wasn't like that at all. Really That's nice. Good. And um, yeah, that was that week and had like a few outings here and there, but nothing, nothing crazy. I like that you're able to just um, easily go to to that, like go to a a DJ that you really like and just kind of walk there after your class. <laughs> I know. I And this was actually the first time I think I had gone to just, like I went to like a party that people like go to party. Uh-huh. And um, I'm like, wow, I'm really just here kind of casually. <laughs> I'm right. here by myself. And like, I'm just, here for the music and the DJ and to like groove. And then I was in bed by six. (laughs) There you go. That's a good Sunday. Yeah. That party started at one, but I wasn't there at one because I had my class. Um, But yeah, it ended up working out perfectly because he came on, I feel like at three 30 or four. And then the party was done at six. So I left by like five 30 and I was just in bed already. Yeah. So we have been thinking about more general topics um, to discuss. And uh, for today's episode, we were thinking of diving into like a 2022 check-in. So would you like to start it off or how's how's your um, year going? As it's, far as like your um, yeah, <laughs> what you like, planned, yeah. Um, so I was thinking back 
to our kind of first episode of the year and like what we were um, mentioning about kind of uh, how we wanted this year to pan out for us yes. and how we um, really wanted to focus on like growing and uh, pretty much like personal growth and uh, not changing, but changing in a way of kind of evolving um and it's april now almost <laughs> may and it's crazy that it's going so fast already i know um but yeah i did find myself as you know normal as it is to like fall into a funk you know mm -hmm. with things just kind of like day in and day out just going through it and work and, you know, and getting, um, just kind of disillusioned, mm -hmm. but we had a, you and I had a pretty good talk last night where we kind of like turned a corner Yeah. in, in that funk. And like, I guess what we're trying to relay in this podcast is like how, how we get ourselves out of that. Yes. So basically in terms of like the year so far, even for myself is we, and I didn't even, I can't even remember when we were saying the like growth and everything before, but now that you had said that, it's like, I'm thinking back to that conversation. Yeah. I remember that was when I was reading that book, like the habits and all of that stuff. And so I, um, this year has been, it's interesting because I started this year off, I felt like a lot of people were very, um, already defeated going into this year. Like, yeah, you guys are, are, are doing, um, like resolutions and stuff like that, but 2022 is just going to be the same. Like, I don't have, did you notice that online that that was like the, the tone and the topic of conversation is people are like, I'm already over it. Like, I'm not even going to try. I don't remember that being the tone. Um, not that that's not true. I just don't remember. I just feel like I kept seeing a lot of memes and just posts about, like, sarcastically being like, who cares <laughs> about the new year? Um, yeah. And so, but I was very like, I'm, no, I'm I'm going to use this as a starting point, like a clear checkpoint of where I can make positive growth and change and everything. Yeah. Naturally things get busy and, um, it's, you kind of get, I don't know how to phrase it, but you get kind of like not overwhelmed, but I guess exhausted in, in the effort of maintaining the consistency yeah. And um, so it's like naturally it's like, OK, well, maybe I'm not going to meal prep or right. I'm not going to go to the gym or whatever it is. And um, I feel like day in and day out, you don't notice that it's slowly creeping in. And then you find yourself in a few months into the year and you've lost your momentum yeah so 
That being said, instead of talking about that or griping about that or whatever, um, we had a conversation of like, you know, kind of figuring things out, like what's going on, whatever, how we feel about certain things. But a topic that that we feel is important in that is how do you motivate yourself to shake the funk and get on track, like kick yourself back into gear and and get over the initial like, oh, I, I should have been doing this or so much I wasted so much time or right that saboteur and just viral. Yes, spiral of of everything and flip your mentality to okay, uh like spiral session done. Mm. It's like realization, spiral, and then motivation, like yeah. we're going this way. Um so how how do we get ourselves out of that? Yeah. Um, it's hard to it's not easy it's way easier said than done um sometimes and most of the time maybe uh to you know stay in that funk and then turn the corner of that initial like turning the corner is hard um i don't know there are some things that that help um because i believe I asked you last night how how you get yourself out of it yeah I know that for me I one thing that makes me so it's like the dormancy and then the realization of the dormancy yeah (laughs) and then the spiral and then I feel like I feel like once I'm so deep in the spiral um what gets me out of it is like a vengeance, which I don't even know if that's good or if it's bad, but it's very like angry. Like, yeah. you know what? No. Like yeah. that kind of a a tone mm-hmm. where it's like, F this, F that. Like, I'm not going to let that happen. Like very like you need to get up mm-hmm. and go out there and do this and like we're done here. Like Mm -hmm. get out of this. So that's where I, um, kind of pull myself out. It's Mm -hmm. just very like slap in the face. Yeah. Like I, and I don't know, maybe I need to be more kind to myself because that gets me out of it. And then I switch to the kind after. I don't think that can be taken as a bad thing. You know, maybe um, sometimes, you know, we kind of we need that slap or that like lap of reality of like maybe you were being like, I'm not just saying to you, but like when we're when we're in that, maybe we're being so kind to ours. We're thinking we're being so kind to ourselves by staying dormant that it's not really working for us. Yes. And Does that makes sense. Yeah, because it falls in line with what you and I had mentioned before is like um, putting ourselves in situations that make us uncomfortable or test our abilities and boundaries. Yeah. Um, and how like 
I I think I was saying that um, y- sometimes we avoid those situations because we think that we're keeping ourselves comfortable. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you don't know, need to do that. That's too stressful or that's too taxing or that's too this, that's too that. And then we don't do it. And yeah. then you kind of don't grow or change. And then, mm-hmm. and then not... I know comparing yourself is never good, but then you see the people that do do that stuff and then they're like evolving. Like they, they did that one thing that you were afraid to do. They're already on like five steps ahead after that. Cause like, that's already done. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've like that, that kind of, I've seen that pattern even in myself where it's like, I don't want to do that. Like, I think I'm doing self-care by not doing things or protecting myself. But then it's like, I'm also not growing and it's very dormant. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, I've I've been there um, where, yeah, you, in the dormancy, you're comparing yourself to people that do the things that you want to do. And um, yeah, it. That in a way does, um, thinking about that does make me sometimes like turn that corner and gives me that kind of, I guess, vengeance, as you said, to get the hell up and start doing something. I, I think, I know that it's not good to compare, but I, sometimes I think seeing someone else kind of get ahead. Yeah. It can be a real wake up call. Like. Um, I think you need to, to get your stuff together, mm-hmm. even though, you know, that person deserves everything that they have sure. and what they're doing. And we never know what someone else is going through in terms mm-hmm. of, you know, the things that they achieve, we should be happy that they achieve them because maybe that's all they have. I don't know. Absolutely. Um, so, but I feel like it can be a good motivator to be like, okay, time to to do that for myself too. Yeah. I know I always reference RuPaul, <laughs> but now this is reminding me of one topic that he mentioned um, when he like, I think went to New York, didn't do really well or went to Atlanta, didn't do well, then like, went to New York, I think didn't do well, then ended up at his sister's house. Do you remember him talking about that? Like he was, he had no money anymore, was living on his sister's couch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then um, his friend told him like, no, you get up, you're coming to New York, like you can do this. Mm -hmm. And like pulled him out of that funk. And um, I think, Rue was starting to kind of party a little too much. And then, um, cause he always wanted to do music. And then the D lights came out with groove is in the heart. And then I think Rue Paul was like, that's my sound. Like I, I wanted to, that's what I wanted to do. And I've been here already and you guys just come in and and swoop. And I think he said, I felt like I was in line at a club and they just walked in. And I was like saying to the bouncer, like, excuse me, I've been standing here. Like, so, and then that 
kickstarted supermodel. Wow. So this, I, I, that's exactly what I'm talking about, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that motivation to get, that's an example of a motivation to get you out of the funk and mm-hmm. just get, kick you into gear. Yeah. Um, is there anything, is there anything that you do that helps you kind of motivate yourself? I guess, um, I don't know if this is kind of saying the same thing, but like when you, I kind of get so sick of not doing anything for so long Uh that that helps me, that motivates me to do something like, um, I don't know, just tired of hearing that inner monologue of like just the same thoughts circling your mind every day. You're just like, just let him, it it gets tiring. Is it like the, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired? Yeah, exactly. So like, that's a good motivator for me because it, it just gets um, tiring to hear the same things go on and like to do the things that I'm wanting to do shuts that off. Yeah. I think that one thing that is, Similar in that realm is the, um, not the inner dialogue, whatever, but also, um, the actions that we do subconsciously that are either, I, maybe, I, maybe they're like numbing in a sense. They're like, you're tricking yourself that you're okay. Um, whether that's like, you know, I worked so hard. I'm going to go out for a drink or I'm Uh. just going to play video games today or I'm going to order delivery today. You know, these little things that are comforting. um, But then then they transition from comforting into I feel like numbing. Mm -hmm. Like you're not challenging yourself and this is for everything like this is for you know diet for exercise for work for I guess school whatever Mm -hmm. um and then I feel like once you keep doing those things you hit a point where those tricks don't work anymore like this this isn't the effect of these things isn't as isn't as impactful as they were like the the magic is wearing off on those tricks like to the tricks in that um like ordering in or whatever is the trick ordering in in for example like to comfort yourself that that time is turning into a habit that it's numbing things. Right. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Like, a um, let's take, yeah. Delivery. Mm. So I'm really busy. I'm trying to do, let's say I'm trying to like be fit or whatever. Yeah. Then it's, Oh, well I had a really good week. I, I deserve delivery. Mm. Then mm. you do that. Then that starts the, oh, well, I had a busy work day today. I'm going to order delivery. And then 
like, oh, well, today was stressful. I think I deserve some like pad thai, (laughs) you know, and though that trick of delivery being kind of a temporary um, solution for or like a reward or a comfort or whatever, it starts to then you're like, I'm kind of tired today. I haven't been eating very well and let me order delivery. <laughs> right. It's just, yeah. It then, does do that. Yeah. And then you're like that trick or that certain thing isn't, it's not making you feel any better. Like it's making you feel worse because the, the bigger problem at hand is that you're not facing or I'm not facing an issue that I need to be, be dealing with. I think it also is kind of similar to um, like people who, I don't know, this might be a sensitive topic, <laughs> but you know how there's the people who do like either liposuction or like the weight thing and then they end up gaining all the weight back because the issue at hand wasn't just the physical yeah. body. It was the habits and the mindset of like, that was what needed to be fixed. Right. But they did the second part first. Right. So it's kind of, I guess that in long story, even longer, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say is like, Sometimes we have these techniques and these tricks to keep ourselves, um, I, I don't know, sane or calm ourselves down or keep ourselves comfortable. But then in time, um, the issue at hand still ends up presenting itself in a different form. And it's like, yeah. hey, this was actually the problem and I'm still here. Yeah. It's in a way it's counterproductive to, you know, what you're honestly trying to do yeah um but yeah like i'm just put you know keeping this as an example like to keep ordering the food Mm -hmm. when you're you know trying to not trying to eat healthier um it's almost in a way like to kind of generalize it and to maybe put it in harsher terms like don't listen to yourself. Yes. Like what you want isn't what you need. Yeah. I think it's it's having that awareness of that that very um manipulative voice in your head mm-hmm. that's like you should be doing this. Yeah. But it it knows that that's not what you should be doing. Like it's not mm-hmm. the sound advice. Like drinking, like yeah. that, that, I think that's a prime example of, of something that can go way south. Yeah. Like, you had a rough day, go have a drink. And right. then it's like, oh, you don't feel like doing that today. You deserve a break. Go have a drink. Mm-hmm. Do this, mm-hmm. go have a drink. And then before you know it, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm really just drinking a lot. <laughs> and the problem is that I'm is the problem still there? Like I still need to get this done or I'm still not happy with this. I'm still whatever. And so 
again, that's an example of something taking over that ends up not working after a while because the issue still finds a way. It was never resolved. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like when you get hit that point, it's when it's like another motivation. Okay, this Mm -hmm. isn't working. Yeah. Okay, so that's not, you know, the solution to these problems. Um, We are speaking very vaguely and generally. We don't want to be too specific. But like, what are... Because you you have to settle that issue within yourself. Mm -hmm. And I'm just trying to figure out a way to... How do you resolve that within yourself, though? I think it takes a lot of whether... Would you say that when you see someone else achieving or doing something that you have kind of fallen, like fallen back on or lost your momentum or you're just in the, in the fog of, you know, these numbing techniques. Mm -hmm. um, Do you think that seeing someone else achieve something is a way of seeing yourself outside of yourself because you kind of are seeing yourself in them. Yeah. Like, oh, that could have been me. Mm -hmm. Do you think into maybe kind of like throw a wrench into that argument? Do you think that um, do you think that that's enough of a motivator to do it? Or do you think that living in that kind of mindset is not, um, how am I supposed to say this? Like, I understand that like doing that is a good motivator, but like sometimes you get stuck in that mindset that you don't take action. You're just kind of like, you're stuck in like the fantasy land of if I do, once I achieve that, like you get stuck in the like, as I said last night, like the realm of possibility that you don't take action because you're like constantly like, you know, I'll be happy if I do this one day, but you never do it. Yeah. 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 Like, um, beginning to identify with like you start to identify as the I'll be happier like the grass is greener on the other side and that gives me hope and I like that I'm that that's there and I'm working towards that or that that's that's a possibility for me yeah like living in the possibility but putting it aside and not taking action. Maybe now, maybe this is also a thing is maybe subconsciously in that the person is um, scared that mm. once they achieve that, cause it is mm. achievable that um, like, then who am I? I? I don't know who I am anymore. If I don't know right. that that's my dream. Like once I, once I attain that, then what am I then? I've always identified as I've always wanted to be a singer. Yeah. 
what happens when I'm a singer, then what do I want to be? Or you know what I mean? Maybe there's that fear. I think there's that. I think a lot of things are motivated by fear Mm -hmm. or things are kind of just like left stagnant because of fear. But I guess, yeah, like the singer um, example, the singer uh, scenario, for example, like, but that's growth though. Like if you achieve that, Mm -hmm. you're like you said, um, like you're gonna, you're gonna want something else after that. You're gonna want to evolve. You're gonna want to grow. Yeah. So like, it is very humbling and um, it's nice to know that like sometimes you're going to get like you, you're going to get what you want, um, but you're going to want more because we're, you know, we as a people in a society, like we're never going to be really satisfied with what we have because we're, we're kind of destined to grow and want more yeah there was um there's this lady i forgot who i was listening to but i remember she said like the universe is naturally just expanding and growing and space is always like stretching out and growing which is we're of that element so we are naturally always trained to grow and change and grow and evolve. Mm -hmm. Um, So once you achieve that goal and you become that singer, it is fine to want something else. Like we are not supposed to settle and be like, okay, I did this. I'm done. Mm -hmm. The end. It's like, you're supposed to be craving something else because that's growth and that doesn't mean you're not grateful like you can you shouldn't achieve and be like oh okay that's it what else it's Mm -hmm. like great I achieved that I did that this is what I wanted I made it happen what's next and what's bigger and what's better and more in line with who I am now right and like you should always keep pushing yourself um, to look for bigger and better things because that's just human nature and that's just physics of what our chemistry is made up of. It's We're always wanting to grow. Yeah. But I think and a big thing is to be grateful in that. I think so, yeah, because it's not... Craving things and wanting more is, is not in a, a way of, like, greediness. Mm-hmm. It's purely evolution and growth it isn't but yeah um to stay humble and grateful for the things that you achieved along the way of your evolution um needs to be you need to remind yourself of that completely yeah and like as far as i think that once it turns into greed or the fine line of it becoming greed is when you're doing it when you're achieving more and wanting more with the mindset of lack. Like I need more because I'm nervous. I'm, I'm, I fear that I don't have enough. And I think that's when greed kicks in Mm. as opposed to, I want more because I'm ready to grow and attract Mm -hmm. more and, 
and change and evolve versus Mm -hmm. I need more because I don't know if I'm going to lose it all or I don't know when when the funnel's going to stop or once it turns into fear, I think that turns into greed. Yeah. And then it's true that like the energy the energy behind like wanting things out of fear or out of greed, like you're just going to attract more of that. Yeah. You end up because the back, like the driving force behind it is lack and fear. So you're technically, yes, you're going to, you're working more and getting more, but you're also attracting more of like lack Like, there isn't enough. There aren't enough resources. Like, things are closing down. And there is an end to your story because you're projecting that, like, you don't have enough. Like, I need more, which is, like, I I need. I'm needing something. I don't have it. Yeah. Whereas... Does that fall in line with, like, the, the Home Alone effect, you know? Like, how Kevin wanted... You know, like you said last night, he wanted his family to be gone and they were. Yes, I think. Like not in the ideal way. Yeah, because Nina and I were talking and then I was saying <laughs> when we kind of like project like, I don't like this, I don't like this, I don't like this. And then it's so negative and there's no gratitude or and I'm not being like preachy, <laughs> but this stuff really does happen. Where you're just so like in that like negative space and you don't like it. And then I was saying, it's like when Kevin was, you know, I I hate my family. When I grow up and have a family, (laughs) I'm living alone. And then it was like, okay, well, then we're going to make them forget about you. And you're going to be stuck in a house and you're by yourself then. Mm -hmm. And it's like, shit, I, I didn't mean it that way. Mm-hmm. where it's, you know, I hate this so much, I hate this so much, and then you kind of, something ends up taking a turn, and that thing goes away, but it's it's under really harsh circumstances. Right. And it's like, oh, I didn't mean it like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that it all comes from your core of who, like, the way you're presenting the message of what you're asking, mm-hmm. if it's like super negative and, and everything, then you kind of just, I don't know. It makes me think of like, do you remember kids when they're like having a tantrum and then they end up like falling down after and then like something breaks and it's just yeah. like the domino effect of bad yeah. Things. Yep. It's, I feel like it's like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not in the right headspace. No, and things are breaking and it's just getting worse. Yes. Yeah. It's, yeah, because <laughs> the anger is driving so much of, like, the actions around. Like the bad decisions. Happening. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of our topic. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, shaking the funk, it's it 
I think there's a lot of elements of um, what can kind of get you out of it. But um, I think once you make that turn, whether it's seeing someone else kind of advance a little bit more in what you were Mm -hmm. wanting or some, maybe it's something kind of slipping away, slowly like slipping away, like different things. Um, Once you have that turn, um, what would you suggest would be for someone to not look back and be like, okay, we're going this way. Like help, help stay on track. Oh, I guess, um, what's kind of helped me stay on track. Cause I have fallen down the path of like, you know, kind of like looking back and thinking, you know, just staying in the past mindset. Um, but what's helped me is like, um, knowing that, um, the things that I've done in the, you know, like the things that I've done in the past, like it haven't really worked. So I'm just going to leave that behind and like, let's do this. Like, and honestly, just kind of stay grateful for the things that I'm like, I'm glad that I'm able to be able to still do the things that I want to do yeah. or try to do that. Right. Like I, I would hate to not be physically able or, um, like I have all, you know, like I have the opportunities and the, I have, I'm grateful that I'm able to do these. So like, why are you, why aren't you doing it? Yeah. So maybe it's instead of dwelling on the past, it's more of using that as like, okay, capping that off and then being appreciative of the fact that I went through all that for a reason. I went through the fog and the slump for a reason to give me the fire to continue. And then to maintain that, it's more of counting the things that you do have mm-hmm. and being appreciative of of the qualities and everything that you do have. Yeah, that I'm, I'm still able to... I'm still able to do these things. So, uh, get to it, you know? Yeah. Cause there's going to come a point in time where sometimes you're not going to be able to do these things. Right. Yeah. And then I feel like, I feel like a big thing in here, but I don't want to make it be an even longer topic than it is, is I feel like there's a fear of time that's involved my god yeah that i really get that always about time i wasted yeah. time there's not much time i should have started sooner um very everything's time mm-hmm. um but i think once you just contain everything to the present like yes everything in the past happened yes you could have started sooner you didn't but we're not there right now. We're here. Yeah. <laughs> like we're not over there. It doesn't there. matter. We're, it doesn't matter. We're over here. Yeah. The past doesn't matter. Nor does it, like, the past doesn't matter. And the things that happen in the past don't really, um, like, your, ex- 
it doesn't stop you from like doing the things that you want to do. Yeah. Plus the thing, everything that's in the past didn't happen in the past. It happened at a present moment that was in the past. Yeah. So you can't change anything now because you're now. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, I think it's just remembering that. I'm sorry. You were what? I really wish I could just turn my damn brain off and just, you know, do things like kind of be robotic. I think that that's that, but that is part of it. I, I, I feel like now we're on the out of the funk. I think that that's very true. You do want to be robotic, but the way to do that, I feel like I've got, I really feel like I should be wearing like a white linen outfit. (laughs) I feel like I sound like I'm like part of a cult, but it's part of like, that's what meditation is for. <laughs> Cause that is being robotic where you you shut down the brain. Yeah. Like you need to shut down all of that, like Mishagoss or yeah. whatever. Like all of that just spiral mm. so that you can be see yourself from outside of yourself so that you can do these things with a clear mind and just it's all intention like this and focus like Mm -hmm. there's no added elements it's just focus yeah and I feel like that's that's what you have to do to maintain is like shut that down but I Mm -hmm. think one way is is meditation for sure Mm -hmm. just let those uh, thoughts go let them go. They don't, I mean, I have, I've said this before. It's like, if this is something you want to do and you're going to end up doing it anyway, it needs to get done. Why add an added layer of anxiety and stress and panic or self deprecation Mm -hmm. to it? Like you want to go out and do it, do it with the least amount of baggage that you can bring and all that that extra baggage is stuff that you're carrying yourself Mm -hmm. like do a little bit of inventory on these mindsets that don't serve you anymore and let them go like the those that those thoughts and mindsets and everything like got you to where you are right now which you could be grateful for, but that's not where you want to stay. You want to change. So you have to change something to, to move somewhere else. Yeah. Something has to go. Yeah. You got to lighten the load. Yeah. To make room for something else. Mm -hmm. I think that's a great topic. I think, I think we're, (laughs) so let's talk about that. Or it's like bangs. bangs. Or it's like I think that that would be a great topic for us to discuss. Let's so let's talk about that. And you're like, we weren't recording this whole time. Oh my god. <laughs> well, we're we're uh, onward and upward, as most people would say. Yeah. 
trying. We're we're doing it. Yes. So and <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We were we were in a funk a little bit with things. Yeah. But it's also nice to like be able to vent to somebody. Yeah. Like just uh let it out. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever kind of crap you go through during the week, like work or family or whatever can happen. Mm-hmm. It's good to let those words out and let them go. Yeah. I don't know what I would do if like I had to hold that kind of stress inside. I'd probably go crazy. Yeah, I. that's very important to say is it's great to have an outlet. And yeah. also, I think, you know speaking your mind, blowing off steam, letting things out is great to get it out, but don't get stuck in complaining or having a tantrum. It's more of, it's more of, I'm saying this to get it out of my system and let it be. And it's done. Yeah. Um, Cause once you start to identify with the, the vent session, or where it turns yeah. into more of like a tantrum, then right. you become bitter and you're just jaded and like, then F this, I'm going to order my delivery and yeah. I'm just going to not do anything. Yeah. And then you're 10 steps back. Right. But yes, it's very important to have an outlet, whether it's even like going out for a walk or, um, speaking to someone or anything really like that is a way for you to kind of step outside of yourself and, and get it out of your system. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anything that helps you get it out. Yeah. Cause when you carry that with you, the more Mm. decisions you make are just going to be more of, it's going to be the same story, but just a different whatever. I've noticed it it with myself sometimes, like when I do carry that around, like it, you see it physically within yourself, like you see how stressed you are, Mm -hmm. you may have gained weight, you know, you start eating more, you start like, uh, slouching, even your posture. posture. Yes. You're not sleeping well, like it just creeps into your physical life in mm-hmm. ways that like just aren't healthy and then you you know it's just not good so mm-hmm. i find it, that it helps to just have a vent session sometimes mm-hmm. yep have a vent session and know when to cut it off yeah exactly you can't Don't get stuck forever. <laughs> yeah um so I good point great suggestion (laughs) because I'm just thinking like yeah that's that's so beneficial Mm -hmm. um well we are on the up and up and we are onward and upward have you been watching anything lately yeah to kind of just bring it back down (laughs) um I started watching this streamer on twitch last saturday and um i mentioned to nina 
I was like, you got to watch this. It's, it's, she's a drag queen and um, very uh, big breasted. <laughs> Love um, it. Um, <laughs> very voluptuous and um, it's funny because i told nina i was like okay look look her up her name is queen pib p-i-b mm. and um that's for patricia inga bogart and um you i remember you were like is this her like with the boobs? And I was like, yeah, yeah it is. And then I was like, but wait for the voice, wait for the voice. <laughs> and then the stream started and then you were watching it and it was like, like someone. So thank you for the five gifts. So welcome on I in. Love it. It's a very animated cartoon. Yeah. Like, how, I don't know. So I've been watching her. Yeah. You, you turned me on to, to watching her streams. She plays like, Vin or retro PlayStation One games, yeah, and like even like Sega Genesis and everything's yeah. just old school. But the thing that I like about her is her show is really good. It's mm -hmm. like a great production. Like there's kind of there's segments and yeah, there um, are yeah, and she's really um, informative and um, has a lot of of just great interesting information as far as games so yeah. it's nice to hear from someone who is passionate about the topic and also has insight so mm -hmm. I, I i'm just and delivers it in a way that is you're able to just kind of absorb it it's not like yeah. just it's in a tone that you enjoy listening to I think because it's like genuine gamer, genuine drag queen, like and genuine kind of like entertainer. Yeah, entertainer. So what's the broad in broadcasting? <laughs> yeah, she says <laughs> the whole and wholesome. So shout out to Queen Pib on yeah. Twitch. Yes. Um, <laughs> anything has that just been what you've been kind of watching that's what i watched too um well the past couple of nights to like just watch while i'm laying in bed um and then during the day like in between work and stuff like that i've been watching and listening to the johnny depp and amber heard trial oh i didn't i i haven't heard about that yeah he's like suing her you know i might be wrong in like my specifics of this but like suing her for defamation um mm. yeah it's pretty interesting it's like a six-week trial i don't i think we're it's like on day seven but like do you know much about that like how much she was abusive of him no yeah very abusive um i know everyone has their opinions but she was very abusive of him and like I think they divorced in like 2015 or something like that. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But he's suing her. He's like lost his Pirates of the Caribbean like role. He lost his role in like the wizarding world, like the, the Harry Potter kind of. Because uh, he played Dumbledore in like the wizarding, the wizarding world. Uh, like it was kind of a prequel of, did he play, he didn't play Dumbledore. He played like, um, 
anyway, he was in like the prequel of like the Harry Potter series and stuff like that. And he's just lost a lot of, uh, roles and stuff because of her, uh, claims of him being, uh, violent and abusive towards her. Oh, like she's painting a bad picture mm-hmm. of him, which is making, right. it's affecting, it. it's having an effect in people wanting to hire him. Yeah, it's affecting his career. Got it. God. Interesting that like, I just find it interesting that the, because I know that um, like, uh, trials are of public knowledge and and stuff like that, but it's interesting that it's televised. Yeah. It's streaming, I guess. <laughs> Usually, um, you know, celebrities handle this stuff very privately. Yeah, please respect our privacy at this time. Right, during this time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's interesting. I'll have to keep up on that. Yeah. I didn't even know that was going on. Crazy. Well... Any big weekend plans? (laughs) I think just get rest, um, stay motivated, and, like, kind of regroup. I need to shake off whatever this is. I'm glad it's not COVID, but I'm just, like, I think I'm just exhausted and need to kind of get back on track. Yeah. Same here. I'm not going to do any, do much of anything just relax and um, work out a little bit. Yes. And, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, um, yeah, we, again, we're going to work on getting into our email. So email, if you want to email cousin discussion. At yeah. Email. Keep, keep them coming in. We'll get to them eventually. <laughs> um, that's, that'll be on my to-do list. Yeah, we'll figure it out. It shouldn't be too hard. Yeah. Um, Well, we hope everyone enjoyed this episode and has a great weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, And we'll see you in the next one. (laughs) You in the next one. Thank you for listening again. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.